0: Welcome to our team. This is Arjoweth Best. Hanukkah. Um, let's talk about donuts. Donuts or lactis. Let's talk about lactis and donuts for about just for a few minutes. So I'm going to start with a quick story that I just heard last night. When a woman was going quite often to a certain Italian doctor, very nice doctor, very very expert doctor, and the doctor had a Jewish nurse. So, and he was really quite Italian. But he had a Jewish nurse, so during Hanukkah, she fried up a bunch of latkes and she made a bunch of donuts and she brought a big tray to Julie, the nurse, to give it to her as, you know, a gift for Hanukkah. Her model that the day that she got there, Julie wasn't there. So she walked into the appointment. The doctor said, well, what's this? And she said, well, doctor, I really brought it. It's Jewish food and I brought it for Julie, but she's not here. Um, Well, you know, I'd like to offer you a tray of food. So he said, oh, um, oh, I know about Jewish food. My mother was Jewish. <laughs> my mother was Jewish. And she said, he said, well, you know, my mother married my father, and he's Catholic, and so my mother became Catholic, and we were brought up Catholic. So, but I know about Latkes. So she explained to him that once you're Jewish, doesn't matter who does what, you're still Jewish forever, which was for him something revolutionary. But the interesting thing is he was brought up in a very un-Jewish way, and he still knew about latkes. With all the conversions and all of this and all their religious stuff and all of that, he still knew about latkes. So let's spend just a few minutes talking about latkes that obviously everybody knows about. So when it comes to the holiday of of Hanukkah, it's a very big holiday. How do we know? Well, he knows about latkes. And really, there are lots of people who don't celebrate anything else, and they don't necessarily fast on Yom Kippur. But when it comes to Hanukkah, they know about Hanukkah. And they light the menorah, or look at the menorah, they, they think about the menorah, they think about the Hanukkah lights. And the interesting thing is that we don't celebrate Hanukkah with a meal, per se. Every other yontas, Pesach, Purim, Rosh Hashanah, Sopchus. There's always a meal, and the meal really consists of four different foods, bread and water and then and wine for Kiddush and oil, something for satiety, something to make the meal tasty. So it's interesting that the, this one holiday, of course, Yom Kippur, you don't have a meal, or you have a meal before and after, but the one holiday, which is a really important holiday, really important Yom there is no formal meal. It's not like, you know, sit down and wash, make kiddush, sit down and wash, and we'll eat the suda. doesn't exist. You could say because every other Hatsala, every other yantif is about, or many of them, Purim and Pesach, we were saved physically. We were about to be annihilated, God forbid, and we were saved. Physically, we were saved, especially Purim. So we... we We celebrate it with physical food, even though it has a spiritual component, a ruchni component, and so does Pesach, obviously. Pesach is all about freedom. But mainly we were saved physically and also spiritually, so we eat food, and specific foods. When it comes to Hanukkah, whatever the miracle was about, it was all about the miracle of light. We were saved on Hanukkah, but we were saved and we are saved in an entirely different way. Nobody was looking to annihilate us, God forbid. On the contrary, as we're going to see in subsequent audios, they wanted us around. They did not want us to leave this world. They wanted us here. They just wanted us here with completely different beliefs. Keep the Jew. Take the Judaism out of the Jew. So the miracle, the, the, the redemption was something completely different from all the others. And we celebrate it with light, with lighting candles, with oil, a manaira with olive oil in it. So, so what's the lakka all about? What's the donor all about? So just one other thought, and then we'll see. So the main foods that we have at a Yantis meal are, as we said, bread and water. That's the basic stuff. In order to have a basic life, a basic just survive, you need to have bread and water. There are situations where people have been fed, unfortunately in Jewish history and even in current Jewish history, there are situations where people, God forbid, were and unfortunately are, currently are in captivity, and they're fed bread and water. Bread and water keeps you alive, basic life, surviving. In this generation, we think a lot. We think about a lot more than just surviving. We think about thriving, not just surviving but living. And there's a whole lot to say and a whole lot explained about what Chassidus is all about, whether it's about surviving or thriving, and maybe both. So the two basic foods we need at a Yontes meal are bread and water. And then there's the wine, as we said. And then there's the oil. The wine is for kids. And then there's what makes the food tasty. The oil. We don't have that meal on Hanukkah. But what we do have are latkes. Our donuts. And what donuts really are, are bread and water flour and water with some sugary stuff to make it flavorful but it's essentially flour and water bread and water with oil fried in oil and the reason that we eat them that we eat those donuts is because we want to feel the oil in the bread and water so What exactly is that? The truth is that there are there are two aspects of Tyra. There's the part that enables, there's what you do, the part that enables you to just live a basic Jewish life, survive. You can't survive a Jewish life, a true Jewish life, unless you know Halacha. What is Jewish law? What are you supposed to do? What are the halachas? That's the basics. And so it's called Nikla of the revealed part of Tairu, the Gemara, Shulchan Aruch. And it corresponds to bread and water. As we said, the basics. And what is the wine for? Wine makes you very happy. Wine is for simcha. And wine it takes you out of the world. It kind of, wine corresponds to the secrets of Taira, Razan de to Taira, Kabbalah. Kabbalah takes you out of the world. It teaches you about the higher spiritual world, Malachim, the spheres, all, all of those very high places, lofty spiritual places. And it, it's like wine. You know, wine is a good example of that. Just, it takes you kind of out of your everyday life to kind of a more beautiful reality, a more beautiful way of feeling. And you don't have to have wine. It's not one of the basics. So when you drink it, you don't drink it, you don't wash, except if you live in France, you don't wash down your, you know, your chicken with a bunch of wine, but you drink it in a specific way. You drink it at a specific times. And on, let's say on Shabbos and Niantus, and you make a special bracha on it, and it's a separate drink, and it's an important drink with its own bracha, because it's a totally different thing. It's not just one of the basics. It's a, it's a, it corresponds to the secrets of Tyra. It doesn't, it corresponds to Razin the Tyra, Pinis of Tyre, Nister of Tyra, and bread and water corresponds to Nigla of Tyra. The so one is what you do, Negro tira, halacha. What do you do? Basic. And now you're on to, but who are you really? What are you really? Who? What is Hashem really? What is Tyra really? What is life really? What is truth really? And wine starts to take you there. And you see it at a basic Shabbos meal. You start the meal with wine, and you're lifted a little bit out of the the, the struggles of the entire week. You just drop the struggles, make Kiddush, start the Yontif meal or start the Shabbos meal, and you, you lift it up out of, you know, kind of out of that heaviness of the struggle of the week. Let it you float up. You kind of float up higher than it, and you let it drop down and fall down. You know, like those spaceships that kind of disconnect another piece and just drop it, and they move up higher. And that's what happens when we drink wine. And that's what happens when we learn Kabbalah, when we learn the secrets of Saira. We go to a higher place. But then there's something even more lofty than that, or even deeper than that. And that is the oil of Tyra. So when you're talking about oil itself in everyday life, what do you need oil for? Not for basic life. It's not for, as it says about, about wine, wine goes in, the secrets come out, and wine brings you joy, makes you happy. Oil doesn't make you happy. And it doesn't get the secrets out doesn't do what wine does. What does it do? Gives you tainug pleasure. Let's face it, fat-free food is not that much fun to eat. Which is not. Oil is something that just makes everything tastier, more delicious. And entire truth also, not just in what you eat. But what you experience in life, what you learn in life in Tyra. When you drink oil, you don't drink it. You know, gee, I'm thirsty. Oh, would you like a cup of oil? Uh, no, thank you. Nobody drinks a cup of oil because they're thirsty. It's not a basic food. And in fact, if you were to drink a cup of oil because you were thirsty, it could be harmful to the health. So what you do with oil is you always mix it with other food and just a little bit. Which is which brings us back to the the donuts. Donuts are flour and water or as in this example, bread and water mixed with with oil mixed in and we eat the bre- the bread and water. We eat the donut for the oily taste. It's 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 a custom to eat fried foods on Hanukkah. We eat those foods because we want to taste the oil. That's the closest that we get on Hanukkah to having a meal. We want to taste the oil. That physically. And what it's hinting at is that we want to experience what is oil. It's called Razin de Razin, the secrets of the secrets. It's not the secrets that take you away from the world like wine, and it's, and it's not Kabbalah, which takes you up to the higher spheres where you learn all about the Malachim. Shasidus is Razin de Razin, the secrets of the secrets, the oil of Tyra. Doesn't it doesn't talk about what you have to do? What's the halacha? That's the bread and water of 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 Tyra. It doesn't take you out of the world Kabbalah, that's the wine of Tyra. The oil of Tyra is something completely different. It brings you to understand what the essence of everything in the world is. What is the essence of everything? That means, what is truth really? What is what is life what is what is child rearing really what is um what wh- wh- what is furnishing your home really what is buying the dining room table really What is everything really in its essence? How does everything fit together? What is Hashem's master plan? Why does he want it? Why does he want you here in this world doing what you're doing now? What is it all about? How does the whole thing fit together? So when it comes to Hanukkah, The question that's really being asked on Hanukkah is, what is Taira really? Who are you really? What is life really? What is Jewish history really? What is the world about really? That's the question. And the Greeks told us that they had an answer. What were they about? We read about it in the Nusach of the Tzila. Lashkicham Secha. The Greeks had a mission. To make us forget that it's Hashem's taira. To make us forget that it's Hashem's taira. Why? Just work backwards. If they wanted us to forget that it's Hashem's taira, that means they knew that we know that what Tyra is really is Hashem's wisdom. What Tyra is really is, is one, one with Hashem. What life is really is, what we are here really to do is to learn Tyra do misses and unify with Hashem. And Hashem, the whole Tyra is Hashem. Ain od Milvadei. They sensed that that was what it's all about, and that we were the ones who represented that truth in the world. Enoch novade, Tyra is nothing but Hashem. They sensed that we said that it's impossible to separate Tyra from Hashem. It's nothing but Hashem. In fact, all of life is nothing except for Hashem. So they said we're going to force you to separate those two things there's going, there's tyra we're going to we're going to force you to admit that there's Tyra and then there's Hashem somewhere else there's Tyra and then there's God somewhere else. We want you to go on and keep learning tyra, but we want you to forget what you've known since since Abramavinu that the Tyra is only about Hashem. That part we want to change. We're going to put our finger to this Taira understanding that you have. We're going to put our Greek touch on this Taira learning that you do. And we're going to just create amnesia in you. Make you forget that it's all about Hashem. And we're going to try to convince you and brainwash you that there's such a thing as Tyra without Hashem. Just take him out of the Tyra forever. That was how they perceived their mission in life. I mean, their feeling was, their mission in life was to take over the entire world, conquer the world. Alexander the Great wanted to conquer the world with the Greek culture and the Greek philosophy. And the only thing that stood in his way was us, the land of Israel, the Jewish people. Because their philosophy was which is minus Hashem was meant to be the world philosophy forever. And we were in the way. So they wanted us not out of the way. No. They wanted us on their side agreeing with their philosophy. Agreeing that there's such a thing as Tyra, a very interesting philosophy. Alexander the Great was was exploring Tyre and He said, amazing. Wow, what a fascinating book. I really enjoy it. Let's get everybody, you know, let's it's worth studying. But just take Hashem out of it. Wasn't a little innocent comment. It was everything that they based their whole life's mission, their whole in, in, imperial mission, on, and they were planning to succeed forever. All of that is in that whole statement, that whole mission, that whole fight. Is in those donuts that you're frying in in your kitchen, those latkes. These latkes is. This Italian doctor, who didn't even know that he's Jewish, he says, but I know about latkes, these donuts, they carry with them a profound message. This story that I just told you, that's all in the latkes. Because the latkes are all about, we said, it's flour and water, so call it bread and water. Basic life. Basic. With the taste of the oil the oil is also the essence of all things. We'll say this in future audios. It's the essence of all things. The essence of everything is Hashem is there. When you're studying basic tyra, Hashem is there. You need to taste him. You need to sense him. In everything you do, he is there. They fought against that. They were kind of saying, why don't you just have, you know, fat-free donuts, bread and water, you know, basic life, but just keep the essence of shem out of there. Keep that out of there. And the last thing we're going to say today is about this. So that's why we're eating these latkes. It's about, a, it's about a battle, a spiritual battle, a, a battle against the Shem, and a battle for the soul of the Yid that's all imbe- embedded in this donut. So, the last thing I'm going to say is now the oil gives a lot of pleasure. We don't use oil for the basics, we don't use oil to be happy, we use it for time of pleasure. It makes food really tasty, pleasurable. Having Hashem in our lives, having the oil of Tyra, having the secrets of the secrets of Tyra in our life when we learn Tyra, is the most gishmak, even the word, right, gishmak thing that you can do. A yid? A Jew cannot survive without that pleasure. We're hidden. We always like pleasure. You know, come on, let's go out and have smoked meat sandwiches, you know. <laughs> we're always, right? We're not embarrassed. Much like the rest of the world. They do things for pleasure and then they're, they feel very guilty. We don't feel guilty, you know. Ah, good, they had such great food at the bar mitzvah. What a great bar mitzvah. You have to see that five different kinds of desserts. We're not embarrassed. We like to enjoy the pleasures of life in a way that, you know, holy pleasure. The greatest pleasure for a yid and the reason we like pleasure, holy pleasures, is because that pleasure of experience, experiencing Hashem and experiencing the essence of truth, the deepest secrets of Tyre, in everything, is what gives us life. So it devolves into <laughs> we're very comfortable with experiencing that delicious food, the oily food. So to end off, all of this, the complex identity identity, identity of a Yid and the intense battle of those Greeks at the time of Hanukkah, to destroy what makes a Yid into a Yid, the pleasure of experiencing Hashem in everything, and us stepping up and standing up for that and refusing to give in, that's all embedded in the donut, or we call it the latka. donuts, and latkes. That's all in there. So next time we eat on this kanika our donut, let's know that something huge is happening, even though we're not eating it with a formal meal. There's something powerful in that donut. And may it be that we find ourselves, as soon as we bite into that donut, somehow we're propelled into Mashiach times. Find ourselves in the basement midrash, seeing the Menorah of the basement of midrash of Shlishi, and, and it should be immediately now.